students, welcome to episode 56 of the Film Student Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Lazzaroni. My guest this week is Alex Moss from the Yellow Cohort. We talk about his transition from sports to film, what it's like to look back on your past work, and we have the realization that we're both working on projects on the same subject. Small world. On with the show. Kind of a roundabout way uh, to end up back home. I'm from uh, the suburbs. Um, uh, I'm, in, I'm from Naperville, for those who are from here. Um, and went to college uh, with the intention of playing baseball. And uh, that didn't work out because I got I didn't want to run so much. So I thought art would be a better way to do it. I guess I don't always equate running as much with baseball. Uh, You'd think. <laughs> and actually, to be honest, it, there isn't a lot of running in baseball, but it was still too much for me. So like if it wasn't, you know, if I, I obviously I wasn't a basketball or football player, those ended a long time ago. But baseball seemed like it would be good. Uh, but alas, that was still too much. Um so I went went to college um, to play baseball, ended up uh, kind of helping out with uh, the newspaper and then kind of got into the TV studio. And uh, next thing I knew, I, I retired from baseball uh, at the ripe age the of right 18. Age. Yeah. Yeah. After uh, after one semester one of it. Oh, I didn't even get a season. I got I got fall ball. And then once winter conditioning started, that was that that was the last straw. But um. Yeah, and, and I just, uh, a lot of it, I, I, I kid about not wanting to run, but a lot of it was I just, I started doing this TV stuff and started kind of getting into the media, and mm-hmm. it felt much more, um, it felt much more my style of of being, but I, I even more so, I, I compare sort of this world to athletics mm-hmm. all the time, and there's so many parallels. But the difference is, um, you know, athletics and sports are so competitive against, you know, the other team, against your your teammates. You're mm-hmm. kind of always fighting for playing time and all that stuff. And not that this industry isn't competitive. No. Um, that, that'll come a little later. But <laughs> it just felt much more collaborative and it felt much more um challenging and exciting and so i went into it and i i sort of haven't really looked back uh majored in english creative writing and or double majored in that and film studies we didn't have a filmmaking program so Mm -hmm. i was kind of just doing stuff on my own but all the stuff that's ancillary to it that you can somehow tie back to it yeah they didn't have you know they had some equipment it wasn't great um, a lot of the logistics were kind of not figured out and I think it's gotten better of course since I've left, but, mm-hmm. um, at the time, um, and that was also, I think, very exciting to yeah. just kind of be learning all that, all the, the, you know, watching YouTube videos on pr- how to use Premiere, how to, you know, <laughs> what an F stop, what the hell that is, yeah. you know, stuff like that. So, um, so you, had you made much stuff coming into the program, uh, or was yeah. it just kind of learning about it, and this is this was your chance to execute? Um, I made a lot of stuff that was, uh, I mean, it, it started with just friends making things in our you know dorm room and, mm-hmm. and eventually in our house. And uh, the TV show, we had to shoot a lot of stuff. We did a lot of field pieces. It was kind of a... Um, hybrid between saturday night live and a traditional late night show mm-hmm. 
So it was sketch. Yeah, it was a sketch yeah. show with a host element and interviews and things of that nature. So Interesting. It, it was it was long. We did it in front of a live audience. So it, you know, it was a it was a it was a pretty big production, but um but I wasn't really like a driving force in, in mm-hmm. that stuff. I was still kind of, you know, I was a Cog cast member and I yeah, I was yeah. writing and whatnot. Oh, okay, so you were you were performing for it too. Yeah. yeah, and so I so yeah, to kind of get back to the original question. Um, I was performing more, and I was becoming far more interested in the filmmaking part of it or the the making of it than I was performing, mm-hmm. and so I kind of got out of that. And then I started making a bunch of um, shorts that were two, three minutes long with mm-hmm. friends, and, um, and and again, we didn't have like a filmmaking program. So my my junior year, I guess it was, I, I just started doing independent studies where I where I taught myself how to do it. And I made yeah. one that was awful. 16 <laughs> minutes of garbage. I think I can use about four minutes of it today. But everybody has that. I mean, that's, yeah, that's the point I, of going through it is just Well, to at the time, the I didn't know that. At the <laughs> time, I thought everybody nailed it right away. And I was a little shaken. But then um, my, my senior year, I had my thesis, and there was a little bit more hands-on, you know, going through the steps, making mm-hmm. sure you had a, a shot list and things that well, I you, didn't have. So. Honestly, from the first, like, five, six years that I made mm-hmm. shorts, which is well before this program, like, it was it was learned by failure. Like, yeah. it, it was, it's, you, I got more out of making something poorly than I did out of making something good. Every time I made something good, I was like, cool, when's the next thing? Right, that's, <laughs> th- that's so true. And, you know, for me, I... I because I had been going to I had been going to school for writing mm-hmm. at that point, so story and things like script and whatnot. I was doing stuff like I, I thought I had a great shot, and then I look and like my foot is just right there, <laughs> in like the bottom left hand corner. Or oh god, I actually forgot to hit record. Like you know stuff like that. And, and we've had some um, of those. <laughs> yeah, where you think it's it's going great, and you're just uh, so. Um, so luckily, senior year I got a little bit more. Um, official i guess professional <laughs> to an extent and um i ended up making something that boy you want to talk about like oh god what was it it now was a you, um, you can't hum, hum, yeah. hum without without going into well, what, it, what the actual so, film was so t- it ended up being pretty good it was it, it ended up doing pretty well i'll, I'll kind of I'll get to that. I got into to a few festivals. About oh, cool. I got into six festivals and one that was a big one that I was unprepared to go to. Uh, it was the Orlando International Film Festival. And oh, what happened, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah, it was a good one. It was really cool and uh, saw some people, shook some hands, and did absolutely nothing with it. So uh, <laughs> that's that. Um, but, yeah, it was a, it was a movie about um, a, a, a woman, a girl who wakes up after a party and and she can't find her wallet, phone, and keys. You know the the classic stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, and and the house kind of betrays her. And so things it, it's had a surreal element. But the funny part about it was it didn't originally have a surreal element. Um, four hours before I had to turn it in, um, half the movie became corrupted on premiere. Oh no! And the files too. Like yeah. I mean, it 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 was over. Like uh, there was half the movie gone. It was you know ten minutes or something. And it's a student and film, so you you didn't have the budget to go out and have backups of everything. No, saved no. And- so I had to call my 
actress who was in the middle of her finals and getting ready, and I said, I need like, I need one afternoon to finish this, and and, and luckily she she did it. She's in Chicago now. Uh, yeah, her name's Lily Reed. But yeah, we and it it came together, um, and it's it shocked me that it. But it did okay, but um, yeah, <laughs> so it did it better was, than okay. It, it did it it did pretty well, and um, I'm whenever I you know whenever you watch anything or you know critique yourself at all, all you do is find the you know the foot in the shot type of thing. But yeah. um, but yeah, I'm I'm pr- in hindsight, I'm I'm more proud of it than I think I was uh, right, right afterwards. After. <laughs> yeah, right after I was like Jesus, I, this is this isn't going well, well and have you revisited it since then because that's i find that's kind of interesting going back and watching your your old stuff yeah you know, multiple years after the fact um i've i've shown some people like you know few uh close friends and <laughs> friends and family only um but yeah I, i've i've only recently i would say probably since i started the program to mm-hmm. be honest kind of looking at it with what i know now um and I'll and I'll and I kind of watch it and step back a little bit more and and think, oh, that's what I didn't do. If I had done that, yeah, you know, if I had just, you know, reframed this, mm-hmm, focused it this mm-hmm. way, adjusted the character lines that way, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it it was uh it, it was uh um it was fun and definitely definitely a learning experience. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, looking back, I think it, it kind of goes both ways. I know exactly what I did wrong there. And I know how to fix it. And at the same time, I'm like, wow, I, this isn't, this isn't quite as bad as I originally <laughs> you, thought. You All right. De-romanticized okay. it yeah. in your memory. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> to, to the point where now you're like, oh, wait, no. actually it wasn't All that right. bad. All right. It's, Is that what you used for your submission piece when you applied for the school? Um, yeah, I used a little bit of it. I used uh, uh, three minutes of it. Right, because they wanted it to be under, right, right, under right. a certain time length. Yeah. Um, so I hope I picked a good three minutes. Uh, I must have picked a decent three minutes. Here I am. <laughs> you but hope you picked. A- yeah. You're here. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess it worked. So there you go. <laughs> so what's the what's the long term goal? Are you trying to be behind the camera, in front of the camera? Sounds like you've done a little bit of both. Great effing question, Tony. Um, I'm not sure yet. I, I mean, I think um, it, it, it's taken me, I guess, a while to sort of say, but. I think because of indecision, I wanted I wanted to be able to do anything. So it was right. like, well, I don't know if I want to be an actor, a writer, or a director. So I might as well try and be as good as I can at all three until mm-hmm. I have to pick. Um, and I think, you know, I, I think for me, it's just going to kind of depend on the project. A lot of mm-hmm. stuff. I kind of like being more versatile and being able to to fit a bunch of different. Um, positions and roles and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my heart, if I could just magically make myself anything, it would be writer, director, kind of cameo actor sometimes, yeah. but kind of stay back and let let the pros do it. Yeah. Because um, when you know when you see a good actor do something that you wrote and you thought, or not, you know, I thought. I, I think I'm the only one who could play this. And then you watch them do it, and you're like, oh, my God. They okay. bring a new approach they, to it. They, they find something else I that's think there. maybe they were the only ones who could play this. So um, so that's been happening more recently. But well, um, Have you, have you yeah. done anything where you've either written something and handed it off to someone else or vice versa, um, taken somebody else's writing and produced it for yourself? More of more of the latter. Um, I had a, another friend. So <laughs> in between my... 
my touring of the of my my uh, thesis of my senior film, I moved to L.A. for six months. Oh, okay. I, yeah, and I thought I'd be pretty famous by then. <laughs> and when that didn't work out either, I when, came when back home came to Naperville down. and worked at a hardware store. <laughs> so um, I thought, well, that's it. I guess it's I'm I'm teaching. Um, but yeah, no, I think. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with teaching. My sister's a teacher. I, my, my whole damn family's a teacher. So, but um, but yeah, no. Um, um, I kind of lost my train of thought. <laughs> yeah, so I went to LA. Thought I'd I'd be uh, I'd be famous. Came home and and started working at a hardware store. But um, and now I'm here. But uh, when I was in LA, I lived with two people who were also trying to do what we're all kind of trying to do. Yeah. Um, and there was a lot of scripts kind of just flowing around the living room and, you know, we're playing God knows what, either video game or YouTube, whatever, but we're always kind of writing and, and shooting something really quick in, you know, my buddy's lot in his loft room or, um, we had a weird bathroom where we had one mirror here and a mirror on the door. It didn't make any sense, but we loved it because you could shoot a cool angle, like where yeah. you could the camera can see the shower, but the guy at the bathroom couldn't, and so nice. it was kind of cool. And so we kind of got experimental and things of that nature. Um, and then one of my roommates, uh, he he started getting more traction as a PA mm-hmm. and started kind of getting more experience on how to operate a set, and so. We ended up shooting a little short film um, in our apartment, and uh, and I was able to to DP that um, and act in it at one point, which nice. was kind of funny to be a DP and an actor. Yeah, I, it's hard <laughs> unless you're shooting it a selfie way. Um, yeah, my uh, yeah. my uh, submission film for for the school was uh, was a short called The Heist, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's it's really just a sketch. It's a video sketch, but uh, we had. Um, we shot it one time where I was playing one of the characters in it and I was also DPing it. So I was mounting right. the camera on a tripod <laughs> and had somebody else manning yeah. it and was kind of like, how does the framing look? And they're like, it looks fine. And it's like, and then went back and edited that one together and it turned out terrible. Uh-huh. Absolutely horrendously bad compared to, we'd always read it in, in our writer's room group that we'd had going on. Like it always hit really mm-hmm. funny. It was great. Uh, mm-hmm. And then when we went into the space, just did not hit. And one, our lead actor was sick at the time and like, it just it was not good, yeah. and so I finally was like, you know, somebody somebody I think said said, uh, I mean, we could just reshoot it, and I was like, no, we, yeah, we maybe we, we could, maybe we could. Now that you say it, and so we wound up reshooting it. I uncast myself. We yeah. cycled around some of the actors and brought in the guy who wrote it as the <laughs> as the main actor, yeah, for it, and just because he had always read it in the table read too, and it was always hysterical in the table read, right? So then we just reshot it that way, and because I was fully operating the camera like i was able to go in closer and do kind of handheld and shaky cam the whole time which which adds to this feel of it being you yeah know, it's a heist, heist type gotta film be, it's got to be kind of hectic and yeah whatnot. and so but it, it was it's it was so difficult to be in it and behind the camera without having someone else that knew it well enough or knew the knew the, yeah. the job well enough to to be able to man it yeah that's that's um that's definitely something I've I've sort of run into. Those the one that one that was sixteen minutes and just awful. Um, that was a problem, and a lot of it I think, um, you know, I was directing it and shooting it, and mm-hmm. you know, I'd written it, and I didn't want to 
you know, kill my darlings, so to speak, and cut scenes and whatnot. Um, but uh, I think what, what kind of happened there was uh, a lot of like what exactly you're saying. I didn't know how important each role was and how each role had a specific job that mm-hmm. had to be done very well in order for the whole thing to be good. Right. I thought I could kind of half-ass part, like, you know, well, I'm not, I, I know what I'm doing. You yeah. Know, but- I can do it. It's fine. Audio, yeah, yeah, it, we'll get it. The camera's got audio, right? And that sort of stuff. So I, I uh, you know, with experience comes... Uh, uh, comes knowledge. Great <laughs> wisdom and knowledge. Yeah, God. Slap that 18-year-old Alex Moss in the head. But, I mean, but nobody comes out and no. makes the perfect thing the first time through. No. Like, they're... People, even people that, that do manage to do well on their first film are doing it with a ton of help right. from people who know what they're doing. Because, like, I look at, like, um, have you ever seen, uh, um, uh, uh, oh, this is not This is the End. What am I thinking of? In, in a World, that movie? No, I like Bell. I got it. It was her directorial debut. She wrote, directed, okay. and starred in it. Yep. And it's excellent. It's really, really good. And yeah. but she's got a lot of great people around her. Tignataro, Nick Offerman, um uh, uh who's the uh, her dad's played by another character actor that's in a ton of stuff. Uh and um uh, uh Dimitri Martin plays the love interest okay. in it. Yep. And yeah, yeah it's it, and it but it just turned out it's a great film. And yeah. it's it's funny and it's quirky and it's weird and it's interesting and uh but it's just what she had learned on sets being on everybody else's set right. and then working with a ton of people who knew what they were doing to fill out all those technical it roles. Reminds me of, uh, of Lady Bird with Greta Gerwig. Yeah. I mean, she, that was her first, it was her directorial debut, but I mean, she had been in, you know, Francis Ha and things like that where she's working with a lot of, um, you know, you hate to use the term auteurs. Yeah. I can't think of who directed Francis Ha right now. Um, uh, oh God. He did the Dustin Hoffman, Adam Sandler. Movie yeah. Um, uh, Myra's stories. The Myra story. Yeah. yeah. That is. Well, yeah. I that guy. You know who that guy is. <laughs> well, anywho, she was in those types of movies, and I think it, it really kind of it shined through. And so, yeah, I mean, experience in any way you can get is uh, is extremely helpful. I would also add, you know, and this no, is. No, Bob back. Huh? Noah Bombach. Noah Bombach. Yeah, absolutely. Um, did he do the something whale? I I I've seen these um, something in the whale. Uh oh. <laughs> uh, well, I'm pulling it up. Yeah. This is the wonderful part where I look up stuff uh-huh, on uh, uh-huh. IMDb. The Sound of the Whale. Yeah, yep. Sound of the Whale. That was he. Yeah. He wrote that one. There you uh, go. At least. Let's see what else. I thought he directed. Oh, maybe. He may have. Yeah, uh, Fourteen credits. Uh, no, it doesn't look like he directed that one. No. Oh. Uh, just wrote it, but yeah. Well, and and you know, to kind of bring it back a little bit full circle, this is sort of a a, um, a baseball thing. But a lot of reps done badly, and yeah. without acknowledgement of them done poorly, like without knowing that that wasn't right. You never and I got it. It. You never learn, and then you just you practice just a horrible swing, and you never go anywhere. So I think it's also important to be, you know, I think sometimes I fall too far on the critical element, but um, 
you know, I think it's always important to just, you just got to keep learning yeah. by any means necessary and to bring good people around you, like you're saying, so you can learn from the best. Yeah. And, that's my and just, and be humble is yeah. a big part of it. Just recognize you don't know everything. Yeah. That's a, it's, and that's make, huge. make sure other people understand that you're not in a position where you're saying, you know, everything, right. like it, it's, you're only going to learn more by recognizing when someone else is so much better at mm-hmm. whatever part of the process that was the, and that was the thing i would say with, with yours with try, trying yeah. to do all three of those things acting directing writing is yeah. see if you can as much as possible isolate yourself in one of those in stuff yeah. that you're doing here yeah and see see how you can like see what you learn about the role because when you're when you're controlling all three parts kind of like what you're saying about mm-hmm. actors that they read the text that you wrote and they're able right. to um to pull from that something that that they didn't see you're going to see something in someone else's work that they didn't see and yeah. you can be that actor or you can be that director that is taking their writing and you know bringing something to fruition that they didn't even necessarily know was was on the paper yeah that i've i've had the uh the privilege i'm going to kind of um gloat about my cohort a little bit but there, there, it's there right. it seems so to be a thing many. for yellow <laughs> they're yeah, very proud of their cohort it just seems like <laughs> There are so many people who are very, very good at what they do. And, and it seems to me that most, if not all of us, um, understand their, their role, their strengths and weaknesses. And there's that self-awareness that I think you, you, you got to have. But also that confidence that your idea, you put your ideas out there and the kind of the flow kind of comes from that. It's, and it's, I, yeah, I don't even I don't even know that necessarily confidence is the word. It may be more like audacity, maybe right? because it takes a little bit of of throwing something out there, yeah. knowing full well that it may be the worst the worst thing that you're that you're putting out. But you just have to you do it to learn from it. Yeah. Like it's a, a developmental courage to pull a businessy term from it. Right. You know, yeah. It's, right. You, you do it to learn from it. Uh, and I'd say your your cohort has a has a good batch of people for for just that that are willing to go try something uh, you know left of center just for the for the sake of learning what it's like to do that thing. This is the first time I've ever been around so many improvisers, and yeah. I would call them improvers for so long, and they're like, "We are not improvers, <laughs> we are improvisers." <laughs> and it's like <laughs> my mistake. Um, but that I How think is you. such a trait that I. I've never done any improv in my entire life, and I've until you got to the program because you are yeah, and here. now in the program yeah. I'm doing it, and and it's been it's been more rewarding and fun than I thought it would be. But you know, I I've I went through the acting lab here at Second City, um, so I went through levels one through four, and then did the conservatory last uh, oh, okay. term. So I was doing both at the same time, which Good great grief. idea on paper. Um, <laughs> it was difficult, but. So I kind of come from that that world where, you know, you're trying stuff, but eventually you got to have a, um, a, a, at least a plan. But I mean, you've got to mm-hmm. know, like, you've got to kind of have a, a good sense of what you're trying to do. Um, improvisers don't need that; they just walk on stage. That's that blows my mind. But yeah. that's what you're talking about with that audacity to just go up there and throw stuff out to see if it works. Like to do that live on stage for an hour, that blows my mind. Um, it's it's throwing stuff out and re- recognizing that there's a group there that's that's their goal is to catch it and and, and if, toss it back and if, just keep it keep the ball in the air. If that's not like filmmaking, I don't know what 
is. I mean, that's really it. The director throws it to the DP. You mm -hmm. know, I've got this idea. What do you think? Well, I don't know if it's going to work like that, but we could do da 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 Yeah. And, um, and so I think that's, I, I, I kind of forget the original question. I think I went on a, a big, long tangent. Tangents are totally fine. Oh, boy. <laughs> Good. Thank God. I do it <laughs> all the time. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that is a lot of, a lot of fun. And okay. I remember now. So going back to like isolating myself, what I find is that that's sort of like, that's just naturally kind of happening where, mm -hmm. okay, I, I'm aware that I'm not as good at just directing and working with actors and, and being up on my feet and doing those things as some, mm -hmm. um, I know I'm not as good of an actor as some, some of the people you bring in. Yeah. You know, so is it writing? Is it DPing? Is it eventually, you know, I have no idea, Tony, <laughs> no idea, but I know that, uh, you know, I just, uh, part of me also thinks to myself, boy, a good idea and a, and a fun project. There's that sense of I'll, I'll do anything to be on it type yeah. of thing. And, um, you know, eventually I know I'll have to, I'll have to obviously be more selective, but, um, right now well, it's fun. I mean, that's, the that's hats, the, that's the plus side of this is that you do get the chance to do, yeah. try everything and just see, yeah. you know, see what sticks. What, what stuff are you working on right now? Uh, personally or like in the cohort, either or either or, um, well, I guess it's kind of one the same, isn't it? Yeah. So we're, we're currently on, um, our director two projects mm -hmm. right now. So we just filmed, um, our first thing, um, that was, was, uh, was two weeks ago, a, a like a scene that was already written. Yeah. From, yeah. Well, yeah. What'd you, right. what'd you end up shooting? I shot, um, a monologue from a, a play, the last analysis. Okay. And it was a, very very uh creatively rewarding experience um in a way in, in a way. 99 percent <laughs> of a, a way but um we had some struggles in the beginning with just all sorts of things you know equipment we decided to shoot in the screening room mm -hmm. and so we had to kind of make that room work yeah and th again thank god uh, I had an improviser as my lead actor because the it's just a long speech that the guy's giving to um well to a group of psychiatric experts who okay. he thinks is there and he's he believes he's kind of cured the 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 plague of insanity of okay. humanity which if anybody ever comes up to you and said I've cured insanity, you know that they obviously have not. <laughs> so, um, in fact, they are suffering from fact, it very deeply <laughs> at that moment. <laughs> right. In fact, you're proving to me right now <laughs> that the cure, you don't have it. Um, and <laughs> the cohort, my cohort, uh, uh, colleague, Tom Hannigan, um, ended up doing some improvise, you know, he improvised a lot of, uh, different things and it, it's I'm editing it right now and it's turned out much better than I would have that I expected Anticipated, yeah, yeah yeah so um so that's been fun uh have you started have you started formulating what you're going to do for your final film yet in uh term three yeah yeah I've got a script right now okay um it's uh it's I think nine or ten pages I've kind of been tinkering with it somewhere around nine and eleven pages right now what's the pitch for it uh oh no you're gonna make me pitch <laughs> 
Oh God. Okay, let me button my. <laughs> it doesn't tie. stop. Let me, let it me doesn't stop after term here. one. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> um, it, it's about a it's about a, a campaign, a political campaign for uh, for uh, Chicago alderman mm-hmm. that has taken a huge huge left turn simply because the candidate's an idiot and goes on live TV and, and announces uh, some things. You'll have to tune in to find out okay. what things. Um, and so the, the the film takes place directly after that when they're kind of in the war room together as a campaign unit and um, kind of inspired by Veep, sort of inspired by the West Wing in a way, you know, those types of things. Yeah. But um, but uh, my, my personal favorite show ever maybe is always sunny in philadelphia so okay. it's kind of got that aspect of argumentative horrible uh, people style. doing horrible yeah things. horrible people doing horrible things um <laughs> and oddly uh, enough i'm working on an alderman election web series no kidding yeah uh, well, called chicago 47th that, that we're in the process of writing 47th yeah is that tom tunney uh, maybe I don't know. I live across the street from Tom Tunney's <laughs> office. That's why. I mean, now you know why I came up with this idea in the first place. Looked out the window. The forty seventh is Tunney. nuts. Uh, there, there's like a eight, like ten or eleven people I think running for it. Well, how many people are running for mayor? Like, yeah, it's like the Just Chicago Bulls, run. like far, the G League team is running for. There's like twenty <laughs> people running for mayor. Um, God. What a world. Um, yeah, so it's going to kind of be dealing with um, with a lot of those things. So you probably have some uh, some knowledge of what I'm talking about. But, um, yeah. yeah, different different narratives, different uh, uh, agendas all coming to a head. It's going to be a bit of an ensemble type of thing. Nice. About seven or eight actors in it, you know, kind of all coming in and going, what the, I don't know if I can swear, but what the yeah. hell? Uh, you, you can know, swear. All right, what the <laughs> fuck did you just do? And the guy just not getting it. Um, loosely inspired by true <clears throat> events, if you have a Twitter account. Um, but, uh, and, uh, you know, hopefully has hopefully makes people laugh, and, and hopefully the, uh, the ending, well, I don't want them to cry, but hopefully makes them uh, they feel stay something. seated for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think... You know, I think uh, you want to be able to affect your audience. I, I, yeah. I think of I think of filmmaking as as kind of like trying to play on people's emotions, mm-hmm. uh, like an orchestra, mm-hmm. to be able to kind of run them through whatever gamut that you want to I as for, a collective yeah. group. I forget who it was. It might have been uh, uh, Bergman, Ingmar Bergman, who who wanted to be a priest and mm-hmm. said, "I found filmmaking far more effective." <laughs> what a line! I can believe right? that, <laughs> but it's so true. I mean, you know. You know, you look back at you look back at history, and you know the Bolsheviks in Russia used it. You know Eisenstein's uh, uh, battleship Potemkin started. You know, got people uh, aware of, of this revolution. Then you got you know a not so <laughs> good moment with you know the Nazis used it. It's a very powerful medium, and I yeah. think right now we're going through a weird moment where. You no longer have to go to a movie theater to be influenced by it. You just have to wake up and, and look, look anywhere. At your phone, yeah, and it's right there. And I think uh, content is everywhere. Oh content, a constant, constant thing. The fact that it is content now, yeah. as opposed to, as opposed to a Art. film. Yeah, like I mean, you know, it. I had a I had a professor at, at uh, undergrad who said, you know. <laughs> 
we call it the entertainment industry. It's art. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a it's a different thing, but you know the fact that industry is in there. I mean, the fact there's, that it's there's entertainment a industry. It's like it's yeah. not. It, that wasn't. It's self. I don't know if that was the plan. <laughs> it would be entertainment industry, but here we are, industrying our entertainment. Um, so you know, I hopefully people watch my movie and and have this giant epiphany and they change their entire lives yeah. based on my eight minute film <laughs> we shall see it only only remains to be seen yeah uh right. well in kind of wrapping up if people yeah. are uh if people want to uh track you down see what you're working on see the film when it's sure. when it's eventually released hopefully in in some uh festivals yeah who um, knows? Where, where can they find you uh i got a facebook page alex moss i got an instagram uh which what is my instagram thing I love. I, I need to start preparing people because I love how often people come in here and they're like, "What is my Instagram?" Like, I have no I have idea what my Instagram. And it's always is. something like ridiculous. It's. Um, I think it's Alex Moss twenty three eighty one, but that that could be wrong. I'll, I'll double we'll find check out. You. Just yeah, to make we'll, absolutely we'll get, certain. We'll get the interns in the back here to look at find that data out for people, <laughs> um, for the listeners. Uh, yeah, I've got a website. Um, it's just it's really really creative and and extremely. Uh, Unique. It's called alexmoss.me. Um, that's it. And I, generally speaking, put all my stuff up there. I, I think I got to update it a little bit, but um, it's alex.moss13. Oh, it's alex.moss13. That's what you. That's got. my Instagram. That's your Instagram. Okay. I'm well, glad I could inform you of your Instagram. Thank you so much, Tony. <laughs> the bearded comedy. I think yours is the bearded comedy. Which I changed. Com- I changed it to that because you can when change your. When did you change it? Because uh, it used to be. It was just Big Tony VT. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Tech, so you just changed it to the bearded. Comedy. Yeah, because okay, I'm trying gotcha. to brand that. So I bought yeah. beardedcomedy.com, and uh, mm-hmm. and so eventually I'll set that up when yep. I, you know, have the time and <laughs> brain power and you learn how to use websites time, and know. all that wonderful stuff. Sure, but, sure. Uh, it'll happen one day. Yeah, but. absolutely. Well, um, Alex, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much for having me. It's it's uh, you know. I'm an artist. I, I'll talk about myself for a week straight. No You'd be surprised stops. how many people can't do that. Oh, boy. Well, but I'm you glad could. I break old. So, anyway, thank you so much. I had a great time. Thanks, man. And that was Alex Moss. Thanks to Alex and to the Harold Ramis Film School and the Second City staff for their help. The song on this week's episode was As It Was by Kathy D. Off her new EP, Nostalgia Addict. Find it now on iTunes and Spotify. This show is recorded and edited by me, Tony Lazzaroni. If you want to hear more from me and my classmates, teachers, and a few special guests, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. If you have questions or comments, send us an email at filmstudentpod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter and Instagram at filmstudentpod. And be sure to check out some of my and my classmates' work at filmstudentpod.com where you can also find links to all of our past episodes. See you all next week. Class dismissed.